Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now, it's Gabe time. Gabe Kuhn. Gabe Kuhn was one of the great little trivial nuggets in all football bios. His grandfather was the inventor of the Easy Bake Oven. Like a boss, the best lineman on the radio. Well, the only lineman on the radio. It's game time. Game time. We're ready. The Gabe Coon Show, 92.9 FM, ESPN. How about it? Happy Friday out there, November 10th, 2023. And welcome in to the Gabe Coon Show. I am your host, Gabe Coon. Former Memphis Tiger offensive lineman on X at G underscore Coon 71. I'm alongside the executive producer of the Gabe Coon Show. That would be Connor Dunning at C Dunning 929. Connor, what's the word, brother? Happy the killer day to all who celebrate. Happy the killer day. Uh, we had this conversation. I have not. I haven't seen the killers. The killer's coming out. But you suggested today. The, the killer. The new David Fincher movie. You still got to see Killers of the Flower Moon. First, yes, though. I still need you to still see got, You still got I'm something. I'm behind, brother. You are. I started a uh, show on uh, Amazon Prime. Gen V about superheroes. Supposed to be good. It's solid. Spin off of the boys. It's very solid. I'll give I'll give them that. A lot of action. Uh, Only only through three episodes, but I started that last night. Is it TVMA? (laughs) To say the (laughs) least, yes. To say the least. There's a an episode two, a very strange scene. (laughs) Very strange (laughs) scene. But whoever has seen it would know what I'm talking about. I'm not going to mention what that actually is. But we have three or two and a half hours, I should say. Not three hours. Two and a half hours to talk on the way courtesy of 92.9 FM ESPN and yours truly. Two and a half because we're going to pass you off to Grizzlies versus Jazz. Jessica Benson will take over for pregame tip. We'll be at 7 o'clock. But we're going to open Tigers at Mizzou tonight. What can the Tigers do to get a much-needed win in the non-con early in the season? Can they pass their first test of the year? I'll answer that for you. Uh, Tigers at Charlotte. This weekend, and uh, we're still awaiting what's going to happen with Seth Hennigan. It sounds like Blake Watson likely will play. Um, but Seth Hennigan made the trip. He's on the plane. People are trying to make that a, a newsworthy, Connor. I don't know if that's newsworthy. I don't know if he uh, participated in practice all that much this week. Um, but I'd imagine, considering you're 7-2, and two, you have a home battle against SMU next week. You want to make sure you get out of this game 8-2. and two. You want to make sure. So if Seth Hennigan can go... I would imagine that Seth Hennigan will go. And then uh, <laughs> I think it's foolish, and I still think it's foolish. But uh, the Big Ten has officially punished Michigan and Jim Harbaugh, Connor. 
Now, some people are saying it's a slap on the wrist. Okay, that's fine. Uh, with the sign stealing investigation and what they're alleged to have done, I could see where you think that. Um, but I always thought, you know, Tony Petiti, the Big Ten commissioner, I think it would be it's a little foolhardy to go ahead and 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 act a punishment. Now, the punishment, uh, as of right this second, is that Jim Harbaugh will not be on the sideline for the last three regular season games, but he can, uh, you know help the team game plan, and he can be an on-field coach during the week. So we'll see what happens. I, I know that uh, restraining order, injunction maybe sort of uh, tried to be they're, – they're going to try to find that. They're, try, they're going to try to see if they can get that done. But, again, punishment handed down to Michigan. And then we'll have to talk about the Grizzlies tonight against the Jazz. And then as they get into the weekend, they have a game against the Clippers on Sunday, and they follow that up with a game – in that same building, in the crypt, against the Lakers. Uh, we'll, we'll try to be hopeful, but I don't know how hopeful I'm actually going to be. Now, uh, we have a little bit of a scheduling conflict because Lee Sterling has to join a little bit later today. So we're going to move small talk into the first hour and, of course, a trip around the NFL to the first hour at about 4.30. Um, but Lee will join around 5.40. Jeff Calkins at 5 per normal. And then 6 o'clock before we send you off, Two Grizzlies versus Jazz. David Cobb, college basketball, college football for CBS Sports. I know he is uh, kicking into overdrive because he has to cover everything under the sun. But uh, definitely glad to catch up with David. Now, Tigers at Mizzou tonight, 8 p.m. SEC Network. This is, again, I know that the net rankings haven't dropped, but this is truly a quad one opportunity uh, when you look at, at Mizzou. 56 in Ken Palm. Uh, at this particular moment. The early line uh, was DraftKings at DraftKings was Mizzou minus two. I looked at FanDuel this morning. It's two and a half now. Minus two and a half, Mizzou is favored. We'll see what type of lineup the the Tigers trot out there. We know game one was a little uh, escape from what we thought it would be. It was Javon Quinterly, Jaquan Walton, David Jones, Nick Jordan, and Malcolm Dandridge. We assumed that Caleb Mills and Jordan Brown would be in there instead of Nick Jordan and Malcolm Dandridge. But uh, based on game plan, based on everything else, we'll see how the rotations look. I'm very curious to see how they look. Um, now, I, I think there's two different schools of thought here. One is, oh, you know, the, uh, the, the, the Memphis Tigers, because they're playing the Mizzou Tigers tonight. But the Memphis Tigers certainly have enough talent to go compete at a high level and win this game outright. You shouldn't worry that much. The other school of thought is that, oh, well, they haven't meshed. They, they, this is a lot of different uh, mismatched parts that have not gotten to play next to each other. I, I don't doubt either side of that. I don't doubt either side of that. If you, if you make one of those two cases, I'm fully on board with you. I, I think it's really hard to project in general early out-of-conference matchups uh, in college basketball. Now, what I will say, when you look at the matchup with this Mizzou team, Mizzou played one game. They won 101-79 to over Arkansas Pine Bluff. And what you need to know about that game is there was two big guards, two big guards that, quite frankly, ate Mizzou up, ate Mizzou alive. You had Joe French, who is a 6'5 guard for Arkansas Pine Bluff, who dropped 30 on them. You had a 6'4 guard in Kylan Milton, who dropped 34. So when we just sort of break down that and we, and we try to talk about Mizzou's defense and how they'll match up with this Memphis team, I think this could be a hell of a night for guys like Caleb Mills, Jaquan Walton, David Jones, you keep going down the list, they could have a heck of a night. They could expose this Mizzou defense in a big way. But where I think Memphis has a massive advantage, and I, I mean a truly massive advantage, and no pun intended when you hear 
what I what I'm talking about. The Tigers have Jordan Brown, Malcolm Dandridge, Nick Jordan, guys that play big, make you uncomfortable if you're an opposing big. Mizzoud is not big at all. They they are they are they are very small, quite frankly. They started uh, at their at their large their largest guy in their starting lineup in game one against Arkansas Pine Bluff was Jesus uh, Carolero Martin, and he's only six foot seven, two hundred and twenty five pounds. Outside of that, their next biggest guy was Noah Carter, who's six six. So you, you talk about the front court matchup and what this could potentially look like. I think it favors the Memphis Tigers in a large way. And uh, Connor Vanover, who's been at how many different schools? We're talking about Memphis, Arkansas. Somewhere else, and then Mizzou now. He's going to be out. He's their 7-3 big man that they expect to, to man the five this year. Their other biggest guy is a guy by the name of Jordan Butler, a freshman at 7 foot. But he is a freshman. He only had one rebound in the opener, and he only ended up playing five minutes, five minutes at the end of the game. So when you look at this matchup, Memphis Tigers versus Mizzou Tigers, this is a Jordan Brown, Malcolm Dandridge, Nick Jordan game too as well. I think there's a lot of different angles that make me think that the Memphis Tigers can go on the road, start that out-of-conference slate right, and pass their first test. Now, does that require them not turning the ball over as much as they did in the first half? They had 10 turnovers? Yes. Does that require them to mesh a whole lot better on the defensive end? Sure it does. But I do feel as if the Memphis Tigers have a a substantial talent uh, uh, advantage over this Mizzou team in this current state of affairs. It certainly is an opportunity, I think, for the Memphis Tigers to come out and kind of announce themselves as this is a team that is going to be legit and needs to be taken seriously from the jump. We've talked about it, but with the the situation of the schedule, the Memphis Tigers have to be playing their best basketball right now. So the game tonight, you know, it's not a must-win game by any stretch of the imagination, but it's one that you really want to win. You know, it makes your life a lot easier later on in the season if you can go ahead and get a W here. Um, I agree with you. The, they have an advantage with their size tonight. Like We've talked about it through the preseason and their ex- exhibition games. This is a big physical team, and that's how they have to go out there and play tonight. We heard Penny Hardaway talk about how he wanted a little bit more defensive intensity um, than he saw in the Jackson State game, and I think that they have the ability to bring that tonight. I'm kind of with you, though. We had to Michael Cole, Cole on yesterday, and even though he was talking about the NBA and the Grizzlies, he said something that I think was was very true. At the end of the day, basketball is a simple sport. So we, mm-hmm. you know, we talk about all of these things and we complicate it. At the end of the day, if the Tigers can control the paint and they keep the, and they don't turn over the ball, I think they can win this game. And this is where, like, you look at the Jackson State game. One of the big points of contention was not only the turnovers, but getting beat in the rebound battle. I don't see them getting beat in the rebound battle tonight. I, I don't see. Obviously, Mizzou does not have big guys. They can give effort, and they hammered Pine Bluff on the boards, but that's Pine Bluff. I feel like the Tigers have a distinct advantage in the front court. And, and, and especially on the glass tonight in particular. But it requires them to execute at a high level and make things happen. Now, if you're talking about Mizzou guys to watch, to be careful of, to be wary of, they have some three-point shooters out there that can make things happen. Uh, one is a guy who's been there for a couple years. He has transferred from Bat- Bradley a couple years ago, Sean East, uh, 6'3". He had 21 in the opener, two for three from three. Uh, Caleb Grill is a transfer uh, from, I believe, Iowa State who can put up a three ball and hit it about a 36% clip. In that game, in game one against Arkansas Pine Bluff, 12 for 30, so about 40%. The, the Tigers, I feel like, uh, considering their size, I, I'm not really worried about Mizzou getting into the paint and attacking them at a high level. They have to guard the three-point line, and I think if they do that, Mizzou could have a tough night offensively. Um, but, I, you know, back to our two schools of thought, 
you know, one, Tigers have more talent. They could overwhelm them with size. Or, you know, the other thought is that they're not meshed. They're going to have turnovers. They're going to falter. They're going to have issues. I tend to lean to the first one. I tend to lean to the former for this particular matchup. I think this sets up really well for for Memphis. It sets up very well for Memphis considering the matchups we're going to see tonight. Yeah, I think, you know, when we talked about teams in the past and getting ready for their first big matchup, I just felt like there were many, a lot more question marks for these teams heading into these games than this team has. It really does feel like with this one, is the team going to be able to mesh? Are they going to take care of the basketball? Those are really the two only questions that I have, and I think that they will be able to mesh. This will be, you know, they've, they've had a couple games together. They're trying to figure out pecking order. I hope that, you know, the lineup that they roll out out there includes Jordan Brown in that starting lineup for right. reasons that you said. You can overwhelm them quickly with your size. And just take care of the basketball. Hopefully maybe having Jordan Brown out there makes David Jones a little bit more comfortable when he catches the ball and he's not going to turn it over as much. I also ex- don't expect him you know, to have to run the offense and initiate the offense as much as he was trying to do with Jackson State. Hopefully a, a healthier Javon Quinterly kind of solves that problem as well. So I have a lot of hopes for tonight. It feels like an opportunity for the Memphis Tigers. I expect them to win. I just do. I think that they have, they have the veteran leadership. They've got the defense. They have the size. Just protect the paint. Make sure they don't knock down a ton of threes and take care of the basketball. It's that simple. And then, you know, part of it, this is a little more abstract. You know, game one against Jackson State, you saw a little hero ball in the first half, and that led to some turnovers, especially from David Jones. People trying to go out and get theirs, and you can read that uh, different ways. Um, But you were at home for the first time. Guys wanted to get their own. You're not playing a a team that you feel that you may not – you may not take them as seriously. I I don't doubt that the Tigers were playing hard, but you may not take Jackson State as seriously as Mizzou. I feel like there will be a different level of focus tonight on the road against Mizzou. I feel like it just naturally when you know what has to be focused on in the early season with this out-of-conference schedule, with having to win some of these games that could get your resume up, I just feel like this team's going to come out with a different vigor tonight, and I think that'll lead to a win. I certainly hope so. You know, it's a it's a sold-out game at Mizzou. They got 15,000, I think, ready to go, and it's going to be, you know, it's going to be a big game, but that's where having a team that has been in these situations before, like Jaquan Walton has played at Mizzou before. Like it's no, 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 no. Uh, Javon Quinterlay. Javon Quinterlay has played at Mizzou before. It's, it's going to help having these guys that have been in these moments. You're not going to have these freshmen. You're not going to have these high, you know, these five-star freshmen rolling in there and saying, hey, first college basketball game, right. big environment, go figure it out. Because this is going to be a close physical game, I think. That line is two and a half for a reason. Yep. At the end of this game, you need the veterans to step up, keep cool heads, and roll on. And that's what I think this team has the ability to do. That's why I'm hopeful for a win tonight. That's what everybody's trying to feel. Because, you know, it would just be great to have a Memphis Tigers basketball season that we start off with a big W and everybody can celebrate instead of saying, okay, what are the issues here? What, what do they need to work on? It would just be nice coming out of this game and saying, hey, Tigers, look pretty good. Yep. Now, on to uh, Memphis football going to Charlotte this weekend. Um, they're already, they, I think they've already flown. And uh, Seth Hennigan was on the flight. So, He's going to be a game-time decision. Uh, from what I'm hearing, Blake Watson likely will be cleared and likely will get to go ahead and play. Obviously, things can change. He's still technically a game-time decision, but the re- really the eyes are on Seth Hennigan. And I, I, quite frankly, I don't know how to feel because I don't, I don't believe he practiced all that much this week. Tevin Carter was getting a lot of looks with the ones. And uh, I, you know, based on where the Tigers sit right this second at 7-2, and two, wanting to get this win to make that SMU matchup at home, final home game, seem big. If Seth Hennigan, Hennigan can go, I'd imagine they'd let him go. You want to go win this game. You want to win it confidently, comfortably. 
Um, and I think you have a chance to do that against the Charlotte team. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply who's really sort of struggled. I mean, offensively, they are just no good. I'm going to be completely honest with you. They are no good They're at dreadful all. offensively. They're really bad offensively. Defensively, they're okay. They can be tough. They had a game at East Carolina that they won 10-7. to they, They're coming off a game against uh, Tulsa where they won late at Tulsa, 33-26. So they're trending in a, in a decent direction, but I still think they have way too many shortcomings on the offensive end. Now, we have seen the past two games – the Tigers, even if you have shortcomings on the offensive end, have not been locked in uh, defensively. But I don't know if uh, Charlotte really has the type of passer, has the type of quarterback to go make anything happen. They only have six passing touchdowns the entire year. And I understand that the Tigers have really struggled with their pass defense. That secondary has taken steps back throughout the year. But when you look at Trexler, Ivy, and Jalen Jones – I just don't know if Charlotte has the capacity to go expose what the Tigers' shortcomings have been in the secondary. So I just, you know, as, as much as we've seen this Tiger team sort of let teams hang around the past two weeks, North Texas and South Florida, I feel like this could be a, a, a very solid, easy win. Now, if Tevin Carter goes, the unknown around that could definitely scare some people, um, but we'll see, we'll see who runs out there first and who runs out there with the starting lineup. Even if it's Tevin Carter, you still have all the confidence in the world that the Tigers should be able to take care yes, of business in this do. game. And to be quite honest, they need to bury them. You yes. know, like, I think that the fan base needs build to just some see them go in. Build, exactly, build some confidence. Go bury a team, man. Like, let's have a 50-point game without the other team also yes. scoring 50 points. Yes. Please, I think that would be fantastic to see. 
One thing that we've been talking about with the Memphis Tigers defense the last few weeks is the lack of turnovers they've been able to generate. The one thing about Charlotte is they are going to give you those turnover <laughs> opportunities. Yeah. So if you can capitalize on that and give your offense some extra possessions, that's going to be huge. That's just what I feel like has been lacking from the defense is that they just haven't They're been not, able to get the timely. ball. Right. And, and honestly, like I, 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 I talked about this on my podcast with Christian Fowler. Um, they had those four turnovers against UAB. And then since then, they've really struggled to be able to turn over other teams. And they've gotten a couple here and there. But it's like you have to continue to be timely, make things happen, because we've seen this 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 – Defense in general will give up big plays if they're left out on the field way too long. Well, let's be truthful about it. The, the last three weeks, the, the offense has put up 45-plus. They have been putting pressure on the opposing team's defense. The Memphis Tigers' defense has not been putting that same pressure on the opposing team's offense. Yep. they got to pull their weight. It's time for the defense to step up, pull your weight, especially not, if you may not have Seth Hennigan out there. I think Tevin Carter's going to be – I think he'll be fine. I, I'm excited. If he, if he gets a run, game, I'm like, kind of excited but, to see him. But quite frankly, Connor, like when it comes to Tevin Carter, I think there's a lot of different thoughts out there. Some people say, well, he's not developed as a passer as much as you'd want him to see. He's certainly got all that physical attributes. He's 6'4", 225 pounds, has good legs, really athletic, can uncork a deep ball, but he's not really good in the intermediate and short game, and he can read half of the field. I think you can get around things like that, especially against a, a team like Charlotte. You, you can find a way to, even if Tevin Carter has to go, you can find a game plan that suits him that you can score points with. You can use his legs. You can get into the RPO game. You can uncork a couple deep shots. You still have some things on your end that you can sort of scheme up and and find a way to make him successful. And I think that starts with any young quarterback getting sure. his first start. Uh, I think that starts with the short passing game, getting him confident, building a couple of screens, building some RPOs with those easy throws like he threw to Rock Taylor last week against South Florida. Build in things like that, and I think you can have a guy like Tevin Carter have plenty of success, plenty of success, especially against a team like Charlotte. Because I don't know if you're going to be pressed like you were last week to score as many points because Charlotte's offense, again, is dreadful, and they don't really do anything that – theoretically would bother the Tigers in a big way and and bother the Tigers secondary like we've seen the past two weeks. They're going to try to run the ball, and I think the Tigers have been relatively stiff against the run so far this year. So I, I, I feel like this is a, a good opportunity to get some confidence going into SMU regardless of if Tevin or Seth Hennigan goes. If Seth Hennigan goes, the confidence goes through the roof. If Tevin goes, you, you, you have a little bit of pause, but I still think that Tigers should not be overly worried about going on the road and getting a win at Charlotte. Sure. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree with what you just said. It's really Tevin's job. If he if he gets the start and he's in there, take care of the football. Get it to yep. your skill position, guys. Get it to Blake. Get it to Rock. Get, get it, it to, to Blake MC, yep. And let him work. Let him go to work. Now, Biff Poggy, their new head coach, first-year head coach, was a uh, – he was a associate head coach for Jim Harbaugh. Um, and obviously he's, he, he talks a big game. He did say about Memphis, he said, Memphis is good, but I think we're getting pretty good as well. So I guess he's got some comments What else here. is he going to say? Yeah, I mean, of course. And, well, he cuts off. He also does the whole cutoff, ridiculous, <laughs> no sleeves, football nonsense. Guy. He's a football guy. Um, but then this leads me into Harbaugh and the sign stealing. Um, Biff Poggy was sort of asked about it in his presser. Um, and he said, I didn't know, and neither did he. I stake my reputation on it. Stop whining and get a better team. S- 
stop whining and get a better team is what Biff Poggy had to say about Harbaugh and the sign stealing and if they were implicated if he knew anything about it. Obviously, he's not going to admit if he knew anything about it, but I think there is some relevance to that, and it does come uh, sort of ahead of what we saw today in Jim Harbaugh and basically the Big Ten handing Michigan and Jim Harbaugh a penalty. Uh, And the penalty is basically stating he cannot be present on the sideline for the rest of the regular season, even though they have this massive game at Penn State this weekend, but he can coach during the week. Now, what I said definitely holds true this entire week. They have already said, Michigan, they said that they're efforting to get a temporary restraining order. They're, They're efforting to make this penalty mean absolutely positively nothing. This was very easy to see. Now, for the Big Ten and Tony Petiti, apparently it came down to Michigan in their response to the Big Ten not denying wrongdoing, not denying that they didn't steal signs and didn't do in-game scouting. Um, but they sort of, and this is the Big Ten's words, they offered only procedural, procedural and technical arguments designed to delay accountability, and that has to do with, you know, Michigan accusing Ohio State, Purdue, and Rutgers of colluding and giving them uh, offensive and defensive signs for Michigan for their game plan of that week. So I find it foolish to hand down a penalty before the NCAA hands down a penalty. Um, But this is what it is, and it looks like at this particular moment, Jim Harbaugh is going to be out at Penn State, at Maryland versus Ohio State. And then I, I do think the funniest outcome of this whole thing is they sweep those games, get to the Big Ten Championship, win that, undefeated, and there's Tony Petiti handing Jim Harbaugh a trophy because he will be allowed to coach in postseason play. That would be the funniest outcome of this entire thing, to me in particular. And I know no one, not a lot of people are rooting on Michigan at this particular moment, but I, I, I just find it strange the – Escape from precedent that the Big Ten has made here to hand down a hand down a, a penalty this quickly, and I think that it's just going to lead to more headaches. I, I I truly believe that. Here comes a temporary restraining order. Here comes more court battles. Um, now, Dennis Dodd from CBS Sports has said that the NCAA is trying to expedite the process and get their decision in on the Jim Harbaugh Michigan sign stealing controversy. So if they expedite that, this may complicate matters even further. But for the Big Ten's purposes, I think this was a, a swing and a miss, and I think it's, it's foolish to go down this road. So is this going to be a Hugh Freeze coaching from the press box situation, or he just not allowed at the game? He, uh, I, I couldn't tell you. I, I wouldn't. I, he's not allowed on the sideline. That's that what is, I mean. That, so... is the, that is the term. So he's probably allowed somewhere else in a, in a box or in the stadium in general. He'll probably travel with the so, team. So, like, what's the point of – I've never, never understood the suspended from the sideline. And, and then let's be honest about the situation, too. Um, you, you have kept him off the sideline, but he's already been suspended three games to start this year, and they won those games 30-3, to 35-7, to 7, and 31-6. to 6. Well, but they had signs. <laughs> but regardless, <laughs> I just – it's 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 not worth the headache on the back end to suspend him from the sideline for three games. Now, one thing that is interesting about this entire situation is to get a temporary restraining order, you have to get in touch with the courts. Courts are actually off for, for Veterans Day. Now, there is some back channels if if uh, you know people in Michigan, if there there is a court in Michigan that wants to open up and give them the temporary restraining order, they can potentially do that 
but it is it is kind of funny to hand this down on Veterans Day when uh, most of the courts are going to be out in the state of Michigan and out of out of service, out of commission. So I I think that Jeffrey Wright had had a had a great take on this whole situation. He was just like, this is just going to be a tremendous waste of money for everybody across the board. Yep. That, and it will ultimately end in a slap of the wrist. Yep. So that's why when we were talking the other day about it, I'm still trying to figure out why this is such a big deal. It, it is just I don't get it. Because it's, if the end game here okay, is so, a three game sideline suspension, yes. but he can still coach the games, what are we doing? Like, so, why is I, I this, agree. Why is this such a big deal? It's silly. So again, we we've, it's, a we've discuss, it's 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 about the manner in which you're stealing signs, not the stealing stealing right. of the signs, and we get that. And Michigan argued back to the Big Ten saying, well. Ohio State and Rutgers and and Purdue, they shared the signs. What's the difference? They were there. We were there in person when we stole signs. They were there in person when they stole signs. They're just sharing um they're just sharing uh, uh you know, information which is common. Um but the difference is Michigan went directly against the NCAA's rules. Went directly and went in person to scout and ignored that the NCAA had instituted these rules or just didn't care at all. So I think that's the difference here, and that's why it's a big deal in the eyes of everybody else. But, again, ultimately I've taken – I've not been – I have not taken this all that seriously. I have been kind of on the outside and just waiting for everybody else to freak out and be annoyed with the situation. I, I have sort of remained – kind of neutral and not really caring all that much. But it looks like, I mean, the fact that we have escaped precedent for this and we're acting as if this is one of the worst scandals in the that's, history of I ever. That's what I mean. I yeah. think that just uh, it doesn't, it doesn't, well, doesn't be, hit me because, like that. To be quite honest, a, a three-game sideline suspension feels fair to me, honestly. like I, the, To me, that feels pretty fair. It, it's the whole fiasco around yes. this thing that I find ridiculous. Michigan crossed the line. They deserve the, the, to be slapped the, the on the wrist, The conversation and the constant way. reports coming but from a lot like of college football writers. But acting like they broke some, le- like, just some historic or, <laughs> or cherished like rule, it's like, what are we doing here? All of the teams steal signals. Yes. They just did it in an egregious way. Like, yes. let's move they on d- from this thing. It's way big of a deal than it needs to be. They did it. They defied your rules to go do it. Everybody else does it. They defied your rules to go do it, and that's why they're getting this the stiffer punishment and the and the precedence changing it just, for them. It feels and like I also a mistake. Think, and let's be completely honest. And this is I have stood by this the entire time. If this was Purdue, if this was Rutgers. If this was Iowa, there's no way the Big Ten would hand down a punishment like this. It's it's out front. It's Michigan. It goes against the Michigan man mantra. They're in the in contention for a national championship, so it is a bigger deal than if any of those other schools were involved. And that's why we're changing precedent altogether to go after Michigan right this second. It's just I, it, it, you may not agree with me on that. But I'm telling you, that's how this is. That is what this is. Michigan's a winner this year. They they are in a really good spot. The rest of the Big Ten is uncomfortable. They're mad about it. And Tony Petiti feels like he has to have a backbone in this situation, the commissioner of the Big Ten. And I think that's where I'm also a little confused. If you're the Big Ten, wouldn't you kind of look at those teams and be like, Michigan might win it all this year? 
we're not going to smack them and we're going to let them play out this season because it could be really successful for the Big Ten. I don't understand them being like, we have to go at Michigan because it, it might give us favor with these teams later on. Those teams aren't well, going to care Petiti later is clearly, on. Tony Petiti is clearly deciding to favor the majority and not right. the minority here. Right, he'll piss off Michigan, but the other members, the rest of the Big Ten, they're fine. They're happy with this decision. But again, I wish the other members would realize that this is not just, okay, they hand down this penalty. Here comes a temporary restraining order. Here comes injunction. Here comes court battles. Here, It's more of a headache for the Big Ten than I think the rest of the institutions are, are leading them to believe. They just want, they want their... They want their piece of Michigan. They, they, they want their blood. They, they want to make sure that Michigan pays for it this season. And I just don't know if that's the correct way forward. I, 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 in fact, I completely deny that that's the correct way forward. Now, uh, we'll get more updates on that. Now, I, I do think that, again, Michigan going to Penn State this weekend, as much as you – I'll give a pick later in the show. I know people will say, oh, well, Jim Harbaugh is not on the sideline and Penn State's a good team and all these different – I feel as if this whole sign-stealing fiasco and everything that's come with it, this has been a rallying cry for this Michigan team. And don't be surprised if they come out and absolutely trounce Penn State. I know we have good on good, good defense on good defense. Penn State hasn't been particularly uh, great offensively. They're not explosive by any stretch of the imagination. Michigan sort of up and down in that category. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Don't be surprised if Michigan comes out even without Jim Harbaugh on the sideline and hammers Penn State in a pretty meaningful way to convince you, okay, yeah, they've played nine games against not-so-good opponents, they're playing a good opponent, and they beat the hell out of them too. So what do you think now? And what do you think about the sign-stealing now if they go on the road and hammer James Franklin at his place? Well, I, think, I think, I like, opinion is going to shift, in my opinion, if Michigan goes out this weekend, uses it a rally, use it, uses it, as a rallying cry, and covers the spread, hammers Penn State at their own place. People are going to say, well, how much did the signs really matter in the, in, the, in the end of the day? How much did Connor Stallions in game scouting really make a difference? So I think Michigan's going to be out to prove something this weekend. Just keep an eye on it. I agree, because in that locker room, the coaches are telling the Michigan State players they think it's because we stole signs. They think that, that your success is, is – is, Married to that, go prove them wrong. That's what they're going to yep. be saying on the road at Penn State. It's an opportunity. Yep, sure is. Now, uh, Grizzlies versus Jazz tonight. Grizz one and seven. Uh, Grizzlies uh, injury report on a notes no, on the notes app. Questionable John Conchar, Zaire Williams, doubtful Jake Laravia. Okay, 
Um, and then out, of course, Stephen Adams, Brandon Clark, Gigi Jackson, Ja, Derek Rose, and Xavier Tillman Sr. Tonight, the Jazz, and for the foreseeable future, they're going to be without Walker Kessler. He has a UCL sprain in his elbow. He'll be reevaluated in two weeks. Um, I think that's good news for the Grizzlies. They found something with Bismack Biombo and Jaron Jackson Jr. That is a massive good front court pairing. Even without Xavier Tillman out there, I think they have something there. Um, and without Walker Kessler, I think they'll be able to take advantage maybe a little bit more inside the paint. Um, and you just don't have the same presence on the Jazz side. If the Grizzlies do win tonight, they officially will not be the worst team in the NBA, though. The Jazz will drop to 2-8. and eight. They'll have more losses. Grizzlies will be 2-7, and seven, so that's good news, I guess. Um, but then you do look ahead for over the weekend. On Sunday, Grizzlies travel out to L.A., and they're dealing with the Clippers. And then that following Tuesday... They're going to stay in the crypt, in Crypto.com Arena, and deal with the Lakers. I am very, very on board with tonight being must-win of must-win because I don't know if the next two games are going to be all that competitive. I don't know if you're going to be able to get over top of the Clippers or the Lakers. I think you need to win tonight to, to salvage yourself for the foreseeable future. I tend to agree with you. The good news is with the Clippers and the Lakers, both of them are kind of dealing with weird situations right now as well. Like you James have Harden, Harden with the Clippers. And it would be the most Clippers thing of all time to lose to this Grizzlies team after yes, trading for James would. Harden. So at least we have that like cosmic basketball gods thing out there. So maybe we get lucky in that game. The Lakers are dealing with some injuries. Anthony Davis is banged up. Jared Vanderbilt still banged up. Rui Hachimura is still banged up. So you might just be catching these teams at the right time for the Grizzlies. But I agree with you. Tonight... You can win this game. Walker Kessler's out. Jaron Jackson Jr. Cover has the three-point line. Get a hand. Jaron has been tremendous but the also, last three games. Jaron, last time they played this game against the Jazz at their place, 133-109, Jaron was struggling with Laurie Markinen on the it's, perimeter, walk-up three after walk-up three. Get a hand in his face tonight. This is the time. The redemption. The redemption story of someone who doesn't really need redemption. But the good news is for the Grizzlies, you know that Bain's going to show up. You know Jaron's going to show up. You need at least two <laughs> else, other people to show up. And that's kind of where we are with the Grizzlies. You know that Bain's going to give you a good game. You know that Jaren's going to give you a good game. And also, when it comes to the Jazz in particular, what's the likelihood they go 22 for 43 from three to If they do the that again, we're cursed. Yeah, we got like, no, well, to come back Monday and be like, listen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. if Did we build on a burial ground? What's yeah, going on here? Like, right. what's going on here? Um, no, if they hit if they hit twenty threes again, then it's just like I think that's good news, and on. I and I think you can count on Jaron and, and Bain having a decent night. And Jaron and, and Bain had a struggle. It was a struggle from the floor from him against Seed. I think he'll have a bounce. Back. He was also being face guarded and double teamed though. Like they just the yep. the Spolster had a tremendous game plan to, against Bain, and he still got a few shots off and had a big second. And you know, not big second half, but a, a effective second half, especially in the fourth. So. Hopefully tonight, you know, I would like to see Luke Kennard start. I think that's going to be important. You want to right. get off to a fast start. Don't get in a hole because it just feels like the Grizzlies have been fighting themselves out of the, a first-quarter hole pretty much the whole season. So try to get out there, run pretty quick. Just try to, you know, dominate the paint, defend the three. Don't turn the ball over. <laughs> Simple game, huh, Simple Connor? game. Simple game. <sighs> yeah. Man, it is 2018 all over again. No. We're live from the Service Master by Cornerstone Studios. And Service Master by Cornerstone, they're your local responder. Never a good time to have any type of disaster, home, office, school, residential property. But when you do have a, a disaster, call the people that take pride in it. And that is Service Master by Cornerstone. The largest franchise in a 600-mile radius. But don't just call them because they're the largest. They're the best. 
Uh, they've been awarded Service Masters Franchise of the Year Award, meaning they're the number one Service Master Store franchise in the United States of America. It could be a busted water heater and you have water damage. It could be frozen pipes. We're getting into the colder weather months. Um, it could be a fire and you have smoke damage. You could need mold remediation. For all of those issues, call Service Master by Cornerstone. Tyler, the president and owner of Service Master by Cornerstone, and his team take pride at helping you at moments like this. Their motto is, we don't pray for disaster, we just pray we get called when there is one. So remember the name, locally owned, locally operated, Service Master by Cornerstone. And uh, that respond word that I always use, that's an active word because that's their number. 901-RESPOND, 901-R-E-S-P-O-N-D, 901-RESPOND for Service Master by Cornerstone. Now, time to take a trip around the National Football League. We'll go ahead and get to that next right here on the Gabe Coon Show, 92.9 FM ESPN. Hey! Guests appear on the Smile Center Hotline. Now back to the Gabe Coon Show, live from the Service Master by Cornerstone Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. Back in on the Gabe Coon Show, 92.9 FM ESPN. It's time to take a trip around the National Football League, brought to you by Longshot. The Chicago Bears. Holy moly, was that a terrible game last night. Good Lord. I mean, that it made you want to stab your eyeballs out. Let's just be completely honest. 16-13, to 13, Bears get over top. They didn't cover because it was a three-and-a-half point spread, not, not a three-point spread. They could have pushed, but no. It was three-and-a-half. Um, it was a combined 508 yards of offense. A combined nine for 30 on third down. And a combined one offensive touchdown. Beautiful game, but we didn't we didn't expect much. Uh, if you sat through that whole game, good for you. That's all I can say. Good for you. And I know it came down to a three points and it was a closer game than, you know, it was still terrible. It was it was bad. And there's just no they're not playing for any playoffs. But what they did play for, first overall pick. The Bears now. And it was a win-win situation. They still would have had the third highest odds to get the first overall pick if they lost. But since they won, they have the highest odds at 43% chance to get the first overall pick. Now, what do the Bears do with that pick, Connor? That, that's what I want to know. Do you still believe in Justin Fields? Doesn't seem, doesn't seem very likely. Do they still have the same staff going into next year? Doesn't seem very likely. I wonder if they just sort of clear house, get a new quarterback, try to attach their name to him, and move on with their lives. Feels like that may be the best course of action. But getting back to the game, you are a trooper if you sat through that damn thing. Now let's move on. The Cincinnati Bengals. Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, we've been talking about this wide receiver position and what's going to happen um, with them this weekend against the Texans, who are a surprising four and four. Looks like T. Higgins is officially out. Also, their defensive end Sam Hubbard is out. Jamar Chase. It's a we'll see. He's played. He's he's participated in practice the last two days, so he may be able to go against the Texans. But these these, these are need to know things for your fantasy team. T. Higgins and Jamar Chase usually give you give you good outings, especially with the way Joe Burrow has been playing lately. The Minnesota Vikings. Minnesota Vikings are listing wide receiver Justin Jefferson as questionable for Sunday's game against the Saints. Uh, TJ Hawkinson, their tight end, also listed as questionable. But Josh Dobbs is going to get the start. He needs those two guys in the lineup. Let's be completely honest. I, I don't know if you throw Justin Jefferson out there with the injury he had coming off IR, trying to get him back. You don't want to get him hurt long term. Um, so he may be out, but Josh Dobbs needs everything he can get for this weekend. Guess what I watched last night? What'd you watch? Interstellar. Oh, really? To, you're trying to give some Dobbs some juice from afar. Okay, well, they're playing the Saints. Good defense. <laughs> Vikings sit at 5-4. and four, Still have a chance to uh, take care 
of the NFC North. They're only one and a half games behind the Lions. Now, the Lions, I think, can take off and do some things down the stretch of the season. feels like they should cruise to a win in the NFC North. But when you look at the wild card, that Vikings team has the seven spot. Can they keep it? Can they keep it to be something to watch? Now, as the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers can get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's 150 bucks if your team wins on a $5 money line bet. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash GabeK. That's my promo code, G-A-B-E-K. Again, G-A-B-E-K, and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel is an official partner of the NFL and 92.9 ESPN. You must be 21-plus and present in Tennessee. First online real money wager only. $5 pregame money line wager required. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. If you have a gambling problem, call the Tennessee Red Line at 1-800-889-9789. Because of scheduling conflicts, we have to move up small talk. That's going to be next. Stick around. Guests appear on the Smile Center Hotline. Now back to the Gabe Kuhn Show, live from the Service Master by Cornerstone Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. Forty-six years is a long time to be doing one thing. Forty-six years is a long time, and that's why you should have more trust and Robert Irwin Jewelers because they've been doing it for 46 years and they've always helped Memphians and Memphians have trusted Robert Irwin Jewelers to help them celebrate their most cherished moments. So we're coming up on the holiday season. Um, make sure that you get one-of-a-kind jewelry, a perfect gift to express your love, create memories, treasure those moments that will last a lifetime. It could be $100, $100,000, they'll have something for you. And you can stop in and experience the RIJ way. That's the most important thing because there's a lot of things they do that not a lot of jewelry stores will do. They have the meant to be guarantee. You can buy your loose diamond or custom-made engagement ring from Robert Irwin Jewelers. And you know, WMFS FM and HD WMFS. To return it. <laughs> well, they're, uh, wrong fire there. We, we, we fired something. Uh, but we also have free ring sizing for life that you can take advantage of. If you find your engagement ring or wedding band is too snug, too loose, never fear. Um, if you purchase your ring from Robert Irwin Jewelers, ring sizing is free for life. And then they have the diamond trade-up. This is, this is one of the coolest things they do. When you decide it's time for a new diamond, bring your original diamond back to Robert Irwin Jewelers. You pick out a new diamond. If you want to go up, all you have to do is pay the difference. All you have to do is pay the difference. And then you can keep your jewelry bright and sparkling like the day you bought it with Robert Irwin Jewelers' free jewelry spa service for life. It will look beautiful once you take it in there, and it's free, and it's free. So it could be an engagement, anniversary, birthday, congratulations, I love you. I hate to say it, but I'm sorry. Um, And then, of course, coming up on Merry Christmas, whatever the occasion, get to Robert Irwin Jewelers, Perkins Extended, Bartlett, South Haven, Little Rock, and online at rijewelers.com. Bigger, brighter diamonds, better prices, Robert Irwin Jewelers. Let's hop into small talk. Here on 92.9, we talk ball every weekday from 4 till 7 p.m. Except right now. It's time for Big Man Small Talk on 92.9's Gabe Kuhn Show. And Small Talk is presented to you, brought to you by Conway Services. Reputable service available in Memphis seven days a week. Now, we've been talking a lot about Michigan and the sign stealing and what has been passed down by the Big Ten, where they're going to keep for at least the rest of the regular season. They're going to keep Jim Harbaugh off the sidelines. We'll see what Michigan's response is to this. But we do have a response from 
the uh, the quarterback, the starting quarterback, J.J. McCarthy, he just went on Twitter or X and said, bet, B-E-T. For those that don't know what that means, that means he's peeved, and he's basically saying, okay, we'll deal with it. We got it handled. And, of course, they're going on the road at Penn State this weekend. Man, Michigan, Michigan by a million. Michigan by a million. I'm telling you, this is a rallying cry. They are literally, they are latched on to this so heavily, and they're just, they're, they're wanting to play the villain, and they're cool with it at this point. And I know that one Twitter post or one X post is not going to tell you the whole story, but I think it tells at least a little bit of a story. J.J. McCarthy just putting the, the old bet, bet out there. Do you think that James Franklin's like, can we please stop? Like, can everybody please stop giving Michigan bulletin board material and, and doubting them before the game this weekend? Like, maybe next week and y'all can go after them, but th- did we have to choose this week when I'm playing them? Is that is that fair? <laughs> I don't know if it's fair, but it's it's, it's the hand he's been he's dealt. Been kind, he's been pretty quiet, and I wonder why. Well, they have some things. I mean, they're at home. They have the whiteout game going. Like, right. I don't. You should have enough bulletin board material. You shouldn't need a whole bunch. But again, I think. All this with Michigan, I think this is a different type of rallying cry that not a lot of people are going to get to experience this year. Um, also, Diamond Sports Group, the you know parent group that owns Bally Sports and owns Bally Sports Southeast, which we enjoy our Grizzlies games on with Pete and Brevin and Rob. Um, T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 